Welcome to the 6pm service. It's so exciting to have you all joining us online tonight. And, you know, I'm personally really excited. It's such a great opportunity to be able to come and share with you all. And especially on Mother's Day. Um, I hope that any of our beautiful mums who are watching got a chance to feel celebrated today because you guys are just the best. You're the most loving and kind and, and generous people that we know and we really, we wouldn't be who we are without you and we wouldn't even be here without you. So I really hope you felt celebrated today. Um, and when I first found out that I was going to be able to share on Mother's Day, I really started to think about my mom and mums in general and just who they are. And I'd love to know in the comments, if you could describe mums in one word, what would it be? Because I really gave a bit of thought to that. I thought, you know, I know my mum really well. I know a lot of beautiful mums. How could I just describe them in one way? And you know, for me, like one word that describes mums is love. And I mean, we even have the term in pop culture, a mother's love, only a mother's love. And it's this idea that, you know, there are some things that it just takes that unique uh, mum's heart to actually appreciate. And, you know, I think that's so beautiful. And if you Google it, uh, which I did, I Googled a mother's love, you'll see words like instinctual or eternal or unconditional. And I really love that word unconditional because if I really think about it, um, there's nothing that I'm ever going to do that's going to change the way my mum loves me. And I'm sure she's in the comments, so please back me up, mum. But, you know, she might not always like me. We all have our bad days, but she's always going to love me. And, you know, that's the nature of unconditional. It means, you know, without condition, that irrelevant of everything else going on, this one thing is constant. And it's funny because even though I know the Bible says that God's love is unconditional, I kind of found myself thinking about it this week and going, you know, I just wish that God kind of loved me the same way that my mum did. And that's a question I really want to ask us all tonight is if God was a mum, would it be easier for you to accept his unconditional love? And, you know, I'm a thinker. It's one of my greatest pros and cons. Any of my leaders will tell this to you. Um, and I've been on, journey with, on a journey with God for a little while now. And so I really stopped to think about this question, you know, would I find it easier if God was a mum? And so just follow me for a second, follow my thought process, because the first question I really asked myself is, you know, does this mean that I think that God uh, or that my mum has a greater capacity for love than God? Because that doesn't really add up with what I know, with what I've read in the Bible, but it's definitely the way that I feel sometimes. And there's this, there's a diagram that I want to show you, and it's called the cognitive triangle. And essentially, you know, it's this idea that there are a few things that are just interconnected in our world. And so here's this little diagram. Um, and as you can see, it's a nice little triangle there. And it clearly shows that our thoughts, our feelings and our behaviors are all interrelated. They affect one another. And so if I think about it, because I think of my mom as loving me no matter what, as having that unconditional love, 
I feel secure and my behavior reflects that. I am who I am and I just accept that she's going to love me no matter what. And the reason that's so important is because our perception of God will affect the way that we feel, we think and we behave accordingly. And so tonight I want to shift the way that we maybe perceive God's love so that it becomes easier to understand and to accept. And, you know, the title, I have a title um, sponsored by Pastor Dean. Comment below if you know that Pastor Dean is a legend because I was thinking about it earlier this week, struggling to sort of have a nice, you know, a fun, catchy title for tonight. And he gave me this absolute fire, uh, the mother's heart of the father. And that's the idea I want to explore with us tonight. Uh, in Genesis 1:27, it says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Two genders were required to reflect the true nature of God. And sometimes I just think that we forget this. I think we're very used to the idea or the representation of God the Father, which is very specific. I think that's quite an intentional and purposeful representation. But we actually lose a part of the character and the nature of God when we don't recognize that womankind, that a mother's heart is actually just an expression of who God is through creation. It's actually capturing his very nature. And I think in some ways this really reveals a bit of the intention behind a family dynamic. You know, you have a father who brings you know, expectation to a family, that, that lighting a fire under someone to get them going, motivating them, you know, that thing that pushes us to reach our potential. And then we have a mother who brings love, that sense that if you never meet those expectations or you do mess up, you're still covered, you're still accepted and welcome in that sort of family dynamic. And the danger is that one without the other leads to imbalance. If we live lives full of love without any expectation, we probably won't reach our true potentials. We probably won't actually live the greatest lives that we could. But if we live a life where we focus on expectation and we don't understand the nature of love, we're actually going to feel a lot of the time like we're just not measuring up, like we are, um, you know, we're never going to be able to meet every expectation that is set for us in life. And that's just a fact. And so if we don't actually look at this complete view of God, his nature in full, I think that must be really frustrating for him because there are people crying out saying, why doesn't God love me? And yet they still feel that sense of, overwhelming expectation and there's a verse in Isaiah that I think captures this really beautifully it's in chapter 49 verses 14 to 15 and it simply says yet Jerusalem says the Lord has deserted us the Lord has forgotten us so these people the Israelites they're crying out they're saying he doesn't remember us he doesn't love us and God says this he says never can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child that she's born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. 
And so what's God saying there? He's saying, don't you realize that the very nature, the love that you cling to in your mothers, that thing that they have, that just you just know that they love you, they're not going to forget you. He's saying, that's me. That's my expression. That's what I brought into this world when I created them, when I created that heart of a mother. And it's just this beautiful picture of God saying, even if it was possible that that nature wouldn't flow through um, the mother that you have, it flows through me. That's who I am. And so I think we've become a little bit like the Israelites here. I think we were secure in our understanding of our mother's love, but we've forgotten that their love is just a glimpse at the love of God. It's just a, a glimpse or a reflection of the capacity that he has to love us. And so I'm going to talk to us tonight, um, or I want to share with us tonight, a thought around how our mothers reveal the nature of God's unconditional love. And I have two um, key thoughts or ways that I think that our mothers really represent this. But before I do, I just wanted to quickly share, like, I really understand and we appreciate that um, we have such a range of people watching tonight and not everyone's experience with their mothers or their family is, is a positive one. And I just want to take a moment to encourage you that tonight's still going to be for you. Tonight's still going to be able to impact you because at the very heart or the core of this thought is that um, like this verse shares, even if this wasn't your experience with um, your mother, God is still constant. His love is the same no matter what. So I encourage you to lean in no matter where you're coming from tonight. And the first thought that I really want to share with us is uh, that love is fearless. In 1 John 4 verses 18, it says, uh, talking about God's love, in the NLT version, it says, you know, such love has no fear because perfect love expels fear. If we're afraid, it's for fear of punishment. And this shows that we've not fully experienced his perfect love. And I love the way in the Amplified version, it ends it, you know, the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love or has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. And this is good news. You know, Pastor Chris shared a great thought around how the good news of God should actually be good news. And this is such a great example of that, because what it's actually saying is if you fear judgment, if you fear punishment, if there's fear in the love that you experience from God, you've actually just not grown yet into a full understanding of um, how much he actually loves you. And, you know, we're all going to be on a different uh, scale or a different depth of God's love. Some of us are in the shallow end. Some of us have gone out a bit deeper. But just like the ocean, there's always so much to explore. We're never going to be able to actually experience the full depth of who he is and how much he loves us. But there's a real power in understanding that we don't need to fear God. And that power is that it comes with security. You know, love without fear builds security the same way that I don't, um, my behavior doesn't reflect that I'm fearful of my mom, that she's going to stop loving me. That's a security in her love. You know, I've never tried to earn it. 
Um, and especially if you count the teenage years, I've probably done the opposite as a lot of us really have, but mums are always there and that's security. I just walk without question. I just exist in that love. It actually has formed a part of my identity. It's who I am as a child of uh, my mum. And so if you ever feel like, you know, you need to earn God's love, that you've done something that's going to change it or affect it, or you maybe wouldn't identify as someone who is loved by God, then can I encourage you? That just means there's more for you to explore about his love. That just means there's more for you to be revealed about just how loving he actually is. And, you know, I think that really at the heart of this, it might just be that we've forgotten that the heart of our mums is actually the heart of, of our heavenly father. And so love is fearless. And the second thought that I want to share with us tonight is that love is self-sacrificing. And, you know, I almost feel like I could say that without explaining it because it's not a hard sell to say that our mothers know what self-sacrifice is. But if we think about it for a second, you know, from the second a woman knows that she's going to be a mum, she knows there's going to be great pain involved physically, mentally, emotionally, and not just in birth, but in the years following, just in the journey of being a mum. You know, if we think about it, you know, financially, some mums give up their careers. They put that on hold socially, uh, sleep, your, your health mentally and physically, all of these things. But, you know, it doesn't stop them. And if it did, you know, the human race would be in trouble. But isn't there something profound that the knowledge of great pain, great heartbreak, great sacrifice didn't actually stop our mothers from bringing us into this existence. You know, we were worth it for them. And we see this because when we meet a new mom and her beautiful baby, whenever bombarding her with questions like, why would you go through all that pain? Why would you do this? We don't actually question the decision. There's just this understanding that that's a mother's love. That's who they are. And, you know, God from the beginning of time knew that Mankind knew that we would cause great pain, great heartbreak, great sacrifice, and yet he still chose us, uh, he still chose to bring us into existence. And yet the first question we often ask about God in that situation is, why did he bother? You know, well, maybe he created this heart of the mom, maybe he actually designed her that way so that we would have even a glimpse into this, that even though there is great pain, even though there can be heartbreak and sacrifice, the love that they have for us is greater than that, that they would rather endure all of that and bring us into life to be able to love us than to just have never bothered or to avoid that altogether. And, you know, there's a great song by Corey Asprey. It's called Reckless Love. And comment below if you've heard it. Send some fire emojis because that song is fire. But, and if you haven't heard it, I also suggest that you actually go and listen to it because it's a beautiful song. And he talks about what he means by the reckless love of God. He explains that he's not saying that God is reckless because that just doesn't make sense. Um, but he is saying that in many ways his love is quite reckless. And I just want to read um, this thought that he shared if you actually go onto YouTube and look up the song he did with Bethel Live, 
you, he stops in the middle to actually share this sort of testimony about um, God. And he says this, God is utterly concern, unconcerned with the cost of his actions with regards to his own safety, comfort and well-being. All things considered, his love is quite childlike and might, I suggest, sometimes downright ridiculous. His love bankrupted heaven for you and me. It doesn't consider himself first. It isn't selfish or self-serving. He doesn't wonder what he'll gain or lose by putting himself on the line. He just puts himself out there on the off chance that you or I might look back at him and love him in return. And, you know, I think that's been so beautifully said, and that's why I wanted to read it out the way that he actually shared it. Um, He says that God is utterly unconcerned with the cost of his actions with regards to his own safety, comfort, and well-being. And if that's not the heart of a mum, I don't really know what is. He said his love bankrupted heaven for you and me without wondering what he would gain or lose. And what's crazier than that is that he didn't even need you to accept him to do that. You know, that's that reckless nature that he refers to is that God, um, that Jesus came and he sacrificed himself, not because we said, we'll love you, we'll accept you, but just because he wanted us to have the opportunity. He wanted us to have the option to be able to experience his love. You know, for God, it was the greatest act of self-sacrifice and the purest image of love that we actually have. And, you know, just like God and just like our mums, there's no expectation that there'll be this great return. You know, our mums spend most of our lives uh, raising us so that we can go on and, and live our own lives. And there's not always an expectation that, you know, we're going to be able to ever show them that same love. But they do it anyway. It's just in their heart. It's just their nature. And it's the same with God. You know, for God, the act of creation was an expression of love so great that it was completely self-sacrificing. And I think that's so beautiful and something that we really need to consider when we think about the love of God. And so I asked the question at the beginning of this whole thought, you know, if God was a mum, would that make it easier for you to accept his unconditional love? And for me, I originally said yes to that. When I was thinking about it, I thought that would be great. Um, But as I really took stock of my thoughts, as I stopped to think about what I was thinking about, which sometimes we just, we forget to do, um, I realized it was just because I had an incomplete picture of who he was. I'd actually forgotten that the very heart that I wished he'd had is a reflection, is a glimpse at who he truly is. You know, I think love is one of the greatest barriers to people accepting the love of God in their lives, to actually coming to faith. And it's because of this misconception, because of the way we think, um, that that barrier really exists. And so how beautiful is it that we've been blessed with mums to actually reveal and show us in full or as close to full as we can get the nature and the character of God's love towards us. And so before I finish, I would just love to pray for us tonight. Father God, I just thank you and we thank you for our mums 
and how you've given us something so unique to reflect and express the unconditional nature of your love, God. And I pray that each of us tonight would leave with a fresh revelation, that we would leave knowing how loved we are, that that could become even a part of our identity, God. I pray that we would be encouraged to explore the depth of your love uh, more than we have before. In Jesus' name, amen. And, you know, maybe as I've been sharing tonight, you would recognize that uh, you've never experienced a love like this before, or maybe you've never even considered God to be a loving God. And, you know, we're really honored to have such a diverse range of people join us at our church online and we recognize that each and every person is is on a different journey and in a different you know age and stage of their journey and God is always reaching out uh, but sometimes we just don't see it you know it could be our friends and family or it could even be through a thought uh, like I've shared tonight and I just want to give you the opportunity before we leave um to actually, you know, open your heart right where you are. Because God, he's made it really simple. He's not interested in being complex or making it hard for you to accept him into his life. And I really invite you, if that's you tonight, if you really want to experience this love, if you're interested to know more about God, to just say some simple words, a simple prayer, uh, wherever you are tonight, along these lines. Uh, Dear Jesus, I believe in you. I invite you into my life um, and help me to follow you. Amen. And in a few moments, uh, Rob and Pastor Maddie are just going to share with you how you can get connected or even get in contact with some of our great pastors to ask any questions you might have and even just have some support on this new journey because it's an incredible journey to be on and it's the beginning of the rest of your life. Thanks for joining Church Online tonight. Uh, I hope you've had a great day. I hope you took the time to celebrate your mum. And I hope you have a great week and we'll see you next Sunday.